1: The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment, Netflix. It's a huge part of our life. We love it. We hate it. But they've made some changes over there that I want to talk about.
0: What's going on at Netflix?
1: Well, they, you know, their whole top 10 list. I Do you? So you know what? I don't I like it it's not something I
0: follow. <laughs> Do they print that like every it's week like, or something?
1: No no, it's on the service. Like it says one, two, three in huge numbers. Like one, two, three, four, five. You just scroll down a little bit? No?
0: Really? On yeah. your app?
1: On the on Mike?
0: Yeah, on the app or on the main home screen, either oh, okay. way. okay. Yeah. Well, mine usually just says, like, you know, you're, like, what's up next? Or what? And then oh. if you go beneath that, like, two oh, then it says the top I ten in really the country. I don't really scroll a lot, because I, let's be clear, I can't tell you the last time I was on Netflix.
1: Oh, I, Okay. Yeah. Well, it kind of dominates the screen, okay. and sometimes it's hard. And I know they do this on purpose. You just want to keep watching what you just were watching. Yeah, you have to like scroll way down to find that. It's, it used to be at the top where it's like keep watching, you know, yeah. whatever. And and now it's like you have to hunt for it because they want you. I think. To be distracted by, oh, number one in the, oh, number four. Oh, I was going to watch that. And I think it's all BS. That's just personal. I think that they. So what do you
0: think it's based on?
1: I think it's based on how much money they invested in the project. And they want it to be successful. So they're saying, and not giving us any data, like, this is, most people are watching this. Well, I know that they've heard that criticism, and they're trying to say, oh, we'll be upfront about it by changing something. Oh, okay. So they're going to sort their top titles by what's called, what it's calling views rather than total viewing time. Um, because, you know, there are shows that have 40-minute episodes and not an hour and a half. So... They want to sort of give you the idea that, like, they want to show you how many people are watching it. But that doesn't really account for people that are watching it together um, or factor repeat viewing of a show or movie on the same account. So they're going to have a couple of uh, statistics on there. It's going to be um, total running time, total, total time watched. And then also pretty much like unique listens or unique views. Um, and so that's going to be a number. They haven't shown us any data to support any of this yet. So Again, they though, think how is being this? transparent.
0: So uh, I mean, I don't know. I just go back to like the, whatever the algorithm is serving up. And I also like, like, it's kind of passive. Is my point right? Like you open Netflix and whatever, like the little feeds are, whether it's like what's on your list or what's up next or like what's new released, like. I feel like people are just going to scroll through and they're going to see the little tiles, which by the way, those tiles change. Mm -hmm. If you've ever noticed, like when you scroll away, you'll, you'll see the same show pop up later, but it'll be a different album art or tile art for that show to kind of fool you into thinking like, oh, what's this show? And you're like, oh, it's the same show I was just looking at five seconds ago. But my point is that it's a very passive thing. Like, I don't know that I would go. Oh, that's a show, like, that's a top 10 show. I'm going to watch it. I might do the thing, though, where I know, like, you're watching it or Mike's watching it or, like, I've heard people talk about it on social media. That, to me, would be more of a driver, I would think, than, Mm. like, how many views somebody is, you know, racked up on a show or how many views a show has racked up.
1: Yeah, I think this gives they're trying to give a level playing field for shows that that don't have as long of a running time. And they also have extended how long that top 10 list because it used to be 28 days and now they've extended that frame to 91 days. So 13 weeks instead of four because they want to account for long term popularity On shows, you know, it's like giving
0: a show more time to be popular.
1: That's right. And this is where I hope it's going to lead to them not canceling things immediately. It's really hard to get attached to or get even excited, I think now, about shows. Whenever you just don't want to take the risk to watch something because you're afraid it's going to be canceled. I think uh, a lot of people have said that about Netflix. I've seen many articles about it. Um, Well, yeah,
0: it takes a lot to start a new show on Netflix. And again, I think it's going to come down to, like, do your friends and family, the people in your circle watch it? That'll encourage you. Do you see it on social media? Are people talking about it on, you know, other forms of media? Then you might go, okay, you know, more enough people are talking about this. We really should check out this show. Um, And you'd hope that there's at least a season because I don't know that I would really want to jump into a show until we've established a fact that it's going to stick around for a while. Right. Because- but usually if everybody's talking about something un it would be unusual for that to just disappear. Like I think about that show you watched like, I, 18, I thought 90, about 90. watching it, and I was like, oh, I don't know oh God, about this show. So good. And then you jumped in and watched it, and then it kind of, like, disappeared right away. They canceled it. Yeah. And I'm like,
1: what? Ugh. But I like the way it ended because Frustrating. It, it's at least not a cliffhanger. Yeah. You can make your own assumptions. Another thing I found interesting about, um, there was another article I read about how it is difficult, that you you just can't get excited about Netflix anymore. Because um, they interviewed a director and they said that on a podcast, well, not they. So on a podcast, a director mentioned that he wanted to, let's see, what is he the director of here? Uh, Ghosted. That he was working on this other project, but if something doesn't happen in the first thirty seconds, people will just turn it off. So they were forcing him to write a storyline where, like the act, it starts with the action, and it doesn't because they're basically like trying to catch somebody's attention within the first couple of minutes. And then you have, then you have to like redesign your story, but that forces it to be more of an action format you know, because you're having the inciting incident to be immediately instead of... So
0: he's saying Netflix told him he had to do this or yes, whatever? Yes,
1: yes, and so that that's, um, might not get hired again by um, Netflix. But it's kind of a turnoff when you think about that they are changing the way somebody would do their art just to catch people's attention so they don't click off of it, you know? Chris Hemsworth is in a couple of, um, of uh, shows right now that... People are like, it's all just action, and it's not it's not feeling like there's a lot of substance mm. to this. But, you know, Netflix is just used to cranking out stuff, you know? They just need to crank out more and more stuff. And the other argument is that they're, it's like overload. It's oversaturated. Now there's oh, so that much would, to watch.
0: Yeah, I would say that's my cheap criticism of Netflix. Whenever I log in, there's just too much that I don't know enough about that it seems overwhelming, and then you just do that scrolling game Where, you know, like you're consuming Netflix by just scrolling through the tiles, you know, like what's that show about? Maybe I'll watch a trailer and I'm like, well, maybe I'll put that on my list. Um, But truly, the quickest way to get somebody to watch a show is to have it just break through on social media or... You know people's conversation, because otherwise you're just left to your own devices. And there's so many times when you start something and five minutes in you're like, oh, I don't think I like this.
1: Right. That's what that's what I'm talking about. Because there's so many choices out there. You're yeah. like, I can just move to the next thing. It's like being at a buffet and going, I don't like that. I'm yeah. gonna go back and throw this away. <laughs> yeah. And
0: if your algorithm sucks, I mean, again, that's one of the things I don't like about Netflix is it's not really serving me up the content that I want.
1: Oh, okay. You know? So, yeah. I Do you mean, think that that's changed or gotten worse? Has there been a change since I wouldn't you be first... able to give
0: you a clear indication because, again, I haven't okay. spent a lot of time on Netflix for that very reason. Mm. Like, unless there's a show somebody's told me to go watch, I'm not scrolling through Netflix.
1: I see. Okay. Because well, usually,
0: I mean, because, again, there's so many other things now that, you know, like Righteous Gemstones just came out with a new season. The Bear is coming out. I'm not probably going to find myself, like, bebopping over to Netflix to just peruse. something. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think people are... Affect- Maybe this is just my assumption that people are just like like feed me what you have like they're just gonna look at the menu yeah and it does affect people's choices like oh yeah look at that show that's number seven or oh now it's number one you know yeah I think it does oh, affect... for certain
0: people I bet yeah
1: yeah for sure so I think maybe because of our job we're a little more discerning in what we choose because we know we have limited time and what we would want to talk about yeah. probably but yeah they're trying to make um, things more transparent but We see Netflix.
0: You don't think that's going to. I mean, it could all
1: just be lies, you know, (laughs) to whatever they invested the most money in. I think that's where they're always going to lead you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, at the end of the day, that's not a very uplifting uh sentiment on the part of netflix so hopefully it's all
1: about the money honey
0: hopefully they'll figure it out but in the meantime i gotta catch up on all my shows and um i don't know what you did this weekend maybe you were catching up your shows or maybe you were celebrating the father in your life did you get your dad something nice for father's day mike did you get your dad something good uh yeah i did what did i get him oh that's right he came over we grilled out and i got him some cigars and a nice bottle of scotch uh what about a stripper I did not get a stripper. <laughs> well, no I'm son, not. that's for me. Uh, you missed out. <laughs> You missed out, or you spent time in a uh, town on the border of Guatemala in Mexico, okay? Because that's what happened this weekend, uh, and I'm going to oh. tell you about it when we return, right good. here on my talk. First Equity Mortgage. I need a hero! Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Hero Home Services. Have you gotten your AC tuned up yet? It's only sixty nine dollars from my friends at Hero, and trust me when I tell you that's a steal. Why? Well, because you have the professionals of Hero come out to your home. By the way, you've seen their red trucks everywhere have you noticed how many uh hero trucks you've seen on the road it's for good reason and when it comes to summer of course the ac is where it's at you want to keep things cool uh all well in particularly this week every hour of the day you want that cold air blowing strong and that 69 dollar ac tune-up is where it's at they'll make sure that that ac is going to be able to uh, deal with whatever summer throws our way Best part of all, that $69 includes a 365-day no-breakdown guarantee. Benefit of that, you have any issues, you call Hero. Call them today to set up that AC tune-up. And by the way, if you've got anything else wrong with your house, call Hero.com. Tell them Bradley sent you.
1: The adventures of Bradley and Don. You're listening to my talk, 1071. This is your station for entertainment. And uh, we have to talk about something that happened in a town that borders Guatemala You yeah, know, We Father's have to Day. talk
0: about uh, a Father's Day event to end all Father's Day events. Something tells me dads everywhere are going to be like, I want to do this in my town next year. <laughs> God. So I read this story of Miguel Villalobos, the mayor of the southern Mexican town of, I'm probably going to butcher this pronunciation, Huehuetan, uh, which borders, as you said, Guatemala. And this mayor... Has come under fire for hiring some people to perform at this Father's Day event, uh, where hundreds turned out on Saturday. <laughs> they um, must—I don't know if they celebrate uh, Dia, what is it, Dia de, de los Padres, whatever the the Spanish the Day of the Father. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. It's like or it, anyway, Father's Day, and on Saturday, the municipality's auditorium was jam-packed with dads. Who were treated to a day of live music, okay. a comedy show,
1: oh, a nice.
0: raffle of televisions, oh, uh, electric fans.
1: Wow. Oh.
0: They probably. I mean, maybe they don't. You know, like I don't know, maybe AC or something you is not super popular. Uh, yeah, or maybe they're on vacation like Dawn and they just wanted to. <laughs> they
1: need a box fan.
0: Need to uh, drown out the silence. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but they also
0: were giving away microwaves, and that's all before. A bunch of strippers showed up.
1: What? Um, so this is like a for the city type of a thing.
0: Literally, the mayor of of the town invited. And by the way, he was like, "No kids, no wives." Okay, I was
1: going to say, "Are the kids?" It's a private
0: <gasps> event for dads only. Weird. Footage filmed by one of the attendees showed um, the strippers. <laughs> and I will tell you that there are some clips on this story that I linked to, but then I was on Twitter and, you know, Twitter just gives you all the good stuff. I searched for the tap. Why did you? (laughs) You're like,
1: and all the worst stuff in the world. Well,
0: (laughs) let's just say the uncensored details of this raucous celebration were made available to me, wherein literally dads would lay on the floor and these women would just (laughs) sit on them and start grinding. (laughs) For yeah. Father's Day!
1: <laughs> They're going to make some more babies. And
0: it says, like, on the thing, it says, Happy Father's Day. <laughs> and I'm almost sure it's, like, a dad and his kid. And it says, Happy Father's Day. <laughs> like, this, there's a graphic of, like, Like a dad with his kid, yeah, and it's like Happy Father's Day, and literally in front of that sign, there are guys laying on the floor getting bebopped <laughs> by strippers, oh. and they're not just like you know, like go-go they're, dancers no, or they're, scantily clad they're burlesque. Grindy. They're, real grindy. they're grindy. real grindy, real grindy. And they're tipping them. Oh, Lord. How do you think that went down?
1: Well, I mean, when you come home with a microwave and your family's like, wow, you're really excited about that microwave, Mm -hmm. that's a problem. Like, wow, you're very excited. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, he's too excited for a microwave. He's really excited. His a full-body experience excitement for a microwave.
0: Yeah. I kind of feel like, you know, this is that weird thing where remember how you did that story about Father's Day with Gwyneth Paltrow on Goop? Yeah, where she's she had sex like toys. a sex toy. Like, I I just feel like Father's Day is Father's Day.
1: Let's not involve sexualism. right? Like you
0: you kind of want to think of your dad, so you're not wanting to think of like your dad.
1: Not your daddy.
0: Yeah, it's not <laughs> Daddy's Day, which is a whole separate holiday.
1: Um. So were they compensated?
0: Were who compensated the strippers? strippers. Yes, of course. They were hired and tipped quite well, according to the video that I watched. I
1: mean, I'm really somebody who doesn't bring cash with me all the time. So I would be like, great. Is there an ATM? I mean, I wasn't prepared to tip strippers, you know? Yeah. I got to go to the bank and get some ones.
0: (laughs) I, I don't know if they had an ATM available.
1: Okay, These are practical things. Yeah.
0: No, I'm glad you're thinking practically you've got
1: to go to the bank and get a bunch of ones
0: about uh, the uh, I will say a local feminist organization called 50 plus one uh, condemned the stripper act due to its sexually suggestive dances, quote, Father's Day was conceived to highlight the importance of the father figure in people's lives, emphasizing his role in the integration and maintenance of the family. Therefore, it is unfortunate that the mayor on this occasion has offered a show that reproduces gender stereotypes, (laughs) reducing women to sexual objects.
1: (laughs) Um, It's just weird that you're taking your the people of your town away from their families to do this. Like no women or children are allowed because I've got this great idea. It's a raffle. You're going to win prizes. And then, yeah.
0: Well, yes. that part sounds fabulous. Like, let's celebrate dads. Hey, dads, come to this party. Yeah. We're going to throw you a big party on Daddy's Day.
1: Wear some sweatpants.
0: Oh, God, <laughs> <Dawn>. <laughs> That's nasty. I know. I
1: know. I'm just saying. Oh, man. This is really weird. I wonder how much they were <laughs> This is like the, I the love detail. the details
0: that she's interested in, Mike. She wants to know, like, he- where's the ATM and <laughs> how much did these women get paid?
1: Right. I mean, but you saw, like, there were literally people taking f- f- uh, videos and pictures. Oh,
0: tons of videos available on the Internet. We can post this link on our show page. Yes. You can see the grainy videos of dads getting, um, you know.
1: Be-bopped, as be-bopped, you said.
0: bebopped. I was trying to keep it PG. Yeah. You know,
1: well, thanks to me, that's all gone.
0: Happy Father's Day. Okay, something tells me next year's Father's Day celebration in that town is going to be a little quieter. A little, Maybe not. Road uh, well, trip. That's true. <laughs> when we come back, Dawn is interpreting your dreams. It's Dreamweaver Dawn when we come back right here on My Talk. One- the
1: Adventures of Bradley at Dawn, My Talk 1071. We are going to get into some fun stuff here. Uh, people email in their dreams to me, and I studied at um, a place, the School of Metaphysics, in my lifetime where I learned to interpret dreams. So let's get into it. It's dream waiver time.
0: Why do you tell me about your dream?
1: I was, I was back in high, in high school. school, and I was supposed I was to take a take test. test. I was making it
0: work again. I was driving, I was driving my car, car, and I couldn't control it. Control it. And then, and then I fell, I fell, off, fell off, off a cliff with
1: Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means?
0: Dreamweaver dream dream like Dawn. Dawn. Dreamweaver dream Dawn. Like Dawn. All right, Dawn. Listeners, right in with dreams they've had. Uh, hoping you will interpret them. Are you ready for a fresh crop of dreams? Yes. Fabulous. Our first email today comes from Patrice. Patrice says, good morning, Dawn. Oof. I had a doozy of a dream last night. Okay. I was at a kickball tournament. I don't play kickball, FYI. And realized I had plants growing out of my hands. They look like garlic chives and were growing between each finger on my palms. I forgot to remove them before the tournament. So I chewed them down, although a little (laughs) green still poked through. Then I realized one of the other tournament guests, who happened to be a holy man, kind of looked like Gandhi. Uh-oh. Also had onions growing out of his hands, but he let them stay long. There was also a fringe plot about Oreos being mixed into Rice Krispie bars Ooh. and used as the kickball. Oh. But that's a better theme for a cheat day Friday. Ha ha. <laughs> There's a lot of food.
1: That's cool. Yeah, What's going on and with the that? Game. Okay, so if you're dreaming about yourself being in any type of a game, whether it be a kid's game, a birthday party of pin the tail on the donkey, or a soccer tournament, a kickball tournament, this means that you see your life as a game. Mm. It's that simple. So that is actually a good thing because, well, unless it's a, a game where every time you lose you or die. there's a whole bunch of pressure on you, but just seeing your life as a game is a good way to view your life. And that is what your subconscious mind is telling you. Like, you know, there's always a second, there's always another game coming, you know, um, there's a second chance. Uh, So you're dreaming about your life, which you see as a game and the plants that you have growing out of your hands, your hands, if you dream about something that specifically where you're looking at your hands, your hands are a tool for change. So this is what these are the things that you need to do to make things happen. You realize that you have those tools in order for you to make changes. Yeah. And then the plants are subconscious knowledge. Anytime like everything you've been through in your life, you've obtained knowledge for all of these things that are like heartbreaks and maybe losing a job or a change in, you know, parenting or anything that um, good or bad. You are that's going into your mind and you're rolling that around. So your subconscious is acknowledging that you have the answers to what you're seeking and you kind of don't know what to do with all that knowledge. So I would say that. In your life, there is this disconnect between knowing and then acting or actually doing. So you might be somebody that gets to a point where like, okay, I know this. I know this. What am I going to do with this? And there's there isn't it isn't fluid for you, like the holy man that you dreamed about. That's that's the wiser part of you, um, like a super conscious mind part of you that knows how to take the knowledge that you've learned in your life and apply it to what's happening now. And it's very fluid for that Mm. guy that you want to be. So sometimes you pause Patrice and you're like, Oh, Oh, I know this. I know what I'm supposed to do. And so it takes you a little bit to get going. Uh, And your soul is showing you that like you have all the tools in front of you that you need to make this successful. And as far as the rice crispy treats (laughs) and the Oreos, if you think about that food is knowledge that's not something that can sustain you. So you might be just playing around with something that is like, you know, stuff that doesn't really feed our minds well. Like mm. you might be spending because a lot of Oreos, time. Because it's Oreos? Yeah, you're not going to be able to. I mean, you can live on Oreos, but might not be too good for your Ugh, body.
0: they so. Give me a tummy ache.
1: Oh, yeah. So that is what it is. It's really about the disconnect that you have in your daily life about knowing things and then acting on them to change.
0: Mm, all right. That was a deep one mm-hmm. and random with the onions growing out of your fingers yeah all right we've got another email you want to you want to take a crack at another one yeah let's go to Ann and she says i was at work and realized i forgot to get dressed and was wearing my pjs I work at a school and there's an area with extra clothes for the students. So I started to go there to get something else to wear. As I started to walk there, though, I thought, this is so annoying. Now I'm going to be late to teach my first class. But then I said, wait a minute. This whole situation is ridiculous. And I don't have to go through any of this because I'm dreaming. <laughs> that lucid ooh, dreaming. Next
1: level, next level. Lori <laughs> A lot of people can't do this. Yeah. A lot of people don't even remember their dreams. You are dreaming and in your dream, acknowledging that it's a dream. That's something that I learned to do through studying. So if you can already do that, that's fantastic. It's fantastic because um, you need to, your dreams want to teach you. It's a reflection of everything that happened 24 to 48 hours before. And if you're next level, it means that you realize that you are the captain of your ship. You have control of your life. If you recognize that you're in a dream, then you can change things within the dream. And you might be someone who in their life realizes that you're not a victim of life. Mm-hmm. It, things aren't just happening to you, that you have the capacity and control to change things on your own. Um, so you're dreaming about your productivity because you're dreaming about work. Mm-hmm. The clothes, it's all about, like, I'm in the wrong clothes, and I'm going to go get some other clothes. Clothes have to do with how you express yourself. So this must be a dream about um, you have concern about, like, how, like, I'm not prepared to express myself and what I put out to people. Like, how am I expressing myself when other people's are... Other people are involved. Mm-hmm. There might be like, I wanted to come off this way, but I think I came off this way. Okay. So that's why you're fi- trying to find different outfits and clothes okay. in your dream.
0: And you're so trying to, to make sure you're uh, portraying yourself the right way?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that's might be difficult for you. Okay. But overall, like I said, it's really great that you realize you were dreaming within your dream. That is like super cool and take that into your life. Enjoy it while
0: you can. It's like flying.
1: Yes. So take that into your life and realize in the moment, if you feel like you're coming across a certain way that you didn't mean to, you can always pause and say, let me, let me not take that back, but let me explain more about what I meant. Mm. Like it's totally fine to do that in a moment, in the moment.
0: Fabulous. That was deep. Okay, so from Lorianne, let's go on. And by the way, if you're just joining us, Dawn is interpreting dreams. You can send her an email. Keep it brief and reference something within the last 24 to 48 hours. You can send it to her uh, via our show page at mytalk1071.com. This next email for the dream that you are ready to interpret is from... Oh, wait, where am I? Sherry. PJ's Sherry. Uh, Sherry says, I am in a public restroom with a male coworker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is not a real coworker, and there is nothing sexual in this dream. We are standing shoulder to shoulder in a stall facing the door. I looked behind me and saw a naked man on the toilet. Okay, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. I could only see him from the waist up with his head back, and I thought he might be dead. Oh, God. But then I looked at the floor, and there was a similar-looking man, also naked, again, could only see him from the waist up. I like how she's like, uh, it's a PG dream. <laughs> I know. We're in a bathroom. Okay, everybody's Sherry. naked, but no sex. Uh, this man was laying on the floor with his eyes closed, and I was certain he was dead. So she saw a couple of dead guys with her coworker in yeah. the bathroom that were naked from the waist up, and then she woke up.
1: Okay. So when the you're dreaming about any bathroom situations going on, whether it's in the middle of an airport... I used to dream about that. Like I'm in the aisle of just a main thoroughfare, just walking to gates and I have to go to the bathroom right there. And it's a bad dream. Okay. So when you're dreaming about that or a place where you do that, you're dreaming about, we have to eliminate thoughts that are not productive for ourselves. So Sherry, you feel like um, when it comes to being honest with yourself and with other people, there's something that is stopping you from doing that because you know that you've been exposed to being honest but then there are a bunch of parts of you that you don't that are your inside you know your subconscious mind the inner part of you who feel um vulnerable about being honest and also you're having a hard time getting rid of all those thoughts that aren't doing you any good mm. like there's a lot of stuff that's just rolling around in your head that you're like you you need to be able to get rid of your unwanted thoughts and you're having a really hard time with that because you're feeling extra vulnerable. Okay. So all those guys are a part of you. And when you're in the restroom, you're that's a place where you feel like that you can be the most honest and let go of, or just sort of discern what is important to think about and what is not. I mean, you might be a overthinker. I'm thinking that's what this is like you before you do anything and make any decisions or just all day long, you've got intrusive thoughts that are like not doing you any good.
0: Okay. Just be aware of What's those. What's with the and coworker?
1: Uh, the coworker that has to do with, um, since it's a male coworker work is productivity. So, so
0: these are getting in the way of her productivity. Yes. Okay.
1: Good Bradley. See, now you're doing it. Yes. If you li- yes. if you yes. listen
0: long enough, you can pick up some stuff. That's kids. what I want. Play the home game. Play yes. the home game. This
1: is not some superpower I have. This is knowledge that everybody could have.
0: Uh, well, it's a pretty fabulous power nonetheless. Do you want to do one more from Lynn?
1: Yeah, let's do this from Lynn. I love this one.
0: Lynn says, "I had a dream where I'm shaving my legs. I keep cutting myself though, even though I'm being careful. I have a new razor, but what the heck's going on here?
1: Okay, so." There's something that you need to act on. You need to move forward with something. There, You know that there's a path that you need to be, you know, progressing in, but you're getting yourself hung up on the little details. And your legs, <laughs> how can I explain this? So your legs specifically... You know, when you're walking on a path, like let's say the end of the path is your journey of your destination, where you want to go. It could be I want to start my own business, or I want to start having a family, whatever it is. Your legs are the things that propel you there to walk you down the path. But you're you haven't even started walking yet because you're worried about your shaving. Which hair are thoughts mm-hmm. good or it's not like so you're busy the, with
0: the thoughts that are keeping yes, you from getting down the. That's path. right.
1: You're you're like worrying about like these thoughts that you're having before. You just need to go. Stop shaving your legs.
0: All right. Stop shaving your (laughs) legs. Put the razor down, Lynn. Yes, nobody
1: cares if your legs are hairy.
0: Well, Dawn, thank you. (laughs) This is another uh, wonderful journey of exploration into our nighttime endeavors.
1: Ooh, and thank you so much for sending me the dreams. Uh, There are some people, last week I mentioned that I had run out of dreams. Some people were like, you never interpreted me. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little mine and so i'm trying to look back through and trying to figure out if i have or not and so if you've sent me a dream before and i haven't done it just send it again
0: okay
1: uh or if you've never sent me a dream please do we won't even use your real name if you don't want us no, to you
0: can call yourself uh, beelzebub I yeah exactly
1: just say call me connie
0: whatever whatever you want she will call you but when we come back dawn we have yeah. to call her Brittany. Why? Oh, yeah. Because we're talking about Britney Spears right here on My Talk 1071.
1: Remember that one time on Jason and Alexis?
0: It's time for Father's Day Sex Toys with Holly and Goop. Uh-oh.
1: It's a, a particular Father's Day gift that you can get for good old Daddy O this Father's Day that's making headlines. For the low, low price of $219, you can buy Dad the Hugo. What's that? It's a hands-free toy for prostate stimulation.
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. I mean, I want him to have good prostate stimulation, but I don't know if I need to be the facilitator of that. And also for a Father's Day gift, let's be real. Yeah. 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 And can't you just give him a gift card and say, here you go. Jiggle him yourself. <laughs> Jason and Alexis in the morning. Listen live 6 to 9 or anytime on the My Talk website or app. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. This is a place for entertainment. One of our most entertaining. Lovely ladies in entertainment
0: is Brittany, and. Uh,
1: Tattoo time! Tattoo time! Tattoo time!
0: Oh, Don, we've got an update.
1: Yeah, big things happening in britney's life in the last oh, month. Oh
0: God! We just like that. Good for her though. Just like that, Don. Brittany has visited Jamie Lynn.
1: What? Um.
0: Who's Jamie Lynn?
1: The evil little sister. Evil
0: estranged sister, (laughs) Jamie Lynn Spears, despite their bitter feud. Brittany says they hung out and had a great time. Okay. So she had a big long ass caption. Hold on. Uh, It's not an ass caption. It was just, you know, that's a descriptor. Um, She, By the way, she posted video of her. I think they're in Mexico. Although somebody, I'm so confused about what's really going on because somebody also suggested that, they want us to think she's in London because did you hear there's like allegedly a collab with another collab with will I am oh yes, Because uh, he hinted about that like in a interview, and you know yeah. they did uh what was what was the thing they did together? Oh man, I can't think right off the top of my head. Anyway, there's this rumor that she's in London doing like a video with him, but then she's posting video of her in Mexico with yeah, Sam. I
1: see, I saw that with his haircut. Scream
0: and shout, the song they did together in 2013. Okay. Yeah. Scream and, and, and shout and then all out. Out. Yeah. Clearly, we're going to win wow. awards with that. And then Britney. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't Britney this. What, what year? year? 2013. Uh, Okay. Oh my God. I know. Ten years years ago. ago. That was already ten years ago. What? How are we still on this planet? Okay. Anyway, so she posted a video of uh, like uh, shaking her booty toots on a boat with Sam, and uh, said the following: it was so nice to visit my sister on set last week. I've missed you guys so much on set." Wait a minute. Also, this video is her dancing on a boat with Sam, and and the caption
1: caption is, it
0: "It was nice to visit my sister on set last week.
1: That doesn't make sense, honey.
0: Did you post the caption with the wrong video, honey? Um. She goes, I missed you guys so much. Loyal girls stay home, but it's so nice to visit family. (gasps) This is me and Hassam's first vacation in a year. Hassam, of course, is Sam. I'm so blessed, and I'm going to play the Queen of Hearts now. Normally, that's Spanish, right, Mama? should I do french
1: going into this it's like your daughter becomes ultra famous you helped her but then there's so your life is so different and i don't know it's a mess it's a lot
0: but we will stay abreast uh stay abreast or two uh of all the latest when it comes to Britney when we come back oh my god this guy i want to tell you about Somebody sitting behind him had really stinky feet on a flight, and he had a very creative way of getting her stinky feet away from him. I'm going to tell you what he did, and tell me if you think that's a good idea when we come back. From now on, Latin, Portuguese, Excuse or German? Me. Nah, I don't know, because I don't speak English. Um, I'm oh. so confused. But this, of course, is news, because she's saying that she has hung out with her sister, by the way, on the set of the Zoe, what is it? Zoe 101, 102, 102, the reboot, Yeah. which she was like totally giving her sister crap for. I
1: know. Wasn't she super like angry and mean about it? Like, yeah, well, you wouldn't be anything if you didn't steal my life and steal all my stuff. And now you're just trying to be a mini me while I'm suffering. Yeah. Essentially, she said that and gone into detail about awful things
0: oh my god she like went after her sister with in like spared no no offense um uh, what was i gonna say anyway so th- they they obviously were on the outs but this comes on the heels of course of britney spears having quote reunited with her mom lynn which again i think just amounted to like a 15 minute hangout session yeah right and she but goes then she, please
1: visit your sister
0: and then she, uh, you know, posted about visiting her mom and it was cool. And then her mom wants her to hang out with her sister. And apparently she did go hang out with her sister. That was easy. I am just saying, if I were Jamie Lynn, I would just be very, very careful. Because oh. I just feel like Britney's, look, if you have problems with your family, yeah. and Brittany is totally justified in having problems mm-hmm. with her family. Why? Because they held her under conservatorship and profited off her and probably filled their homes with, you know, furnishings courtesy of her sister's conservatorship for yeah. 14 years. And there's not one member of her family who probably didn't benefit on some level from that. Oh, for sure. Her brother boon. doing
1: nothing. Yes. Right.
0: So, like, I think Brittany is totally 100% justified in having some serious resentments. It is not clear to me that she's done any work around those resentments. And so I just feel like. Until she has done the work for herself mm-hmm. this these relationships are not gonna like you don't want to go near your sister is what I'm saying. And Jamie Lynn's not gonna want to go near that because Brittany, if she hasn't dealt with any of the resentment,
1: yeah, you can't just, just, walk just in and go posting
0: something nice on on instant on Instagram is not necessarily gonna be like a lasting tribute to a successful healthy relationship.
1: Exactly. I mean, wouldn't you, unless you were needing to benefit from your sister in some way? I mean, like Jamie Lynn and Brittany, when she comes in the room or visits you, I mean, before you can move on with anything, wouldn't you be like, "Remember that stuff you said about me?" Yeah. Can you like can we talk about? Can that? we talk about that because it was really hurtful and, and not that on the wasn't of my all... like reboot. Yeah. Like, like are maybe you just let's by. go out to dinner? I hate that when people do something really nasty and mean and then they just act like everything's okay and they don't, like, apologize or even yeah, but, and, bring things up.
0: And it works towards Brittany, too. Like, again, I think yeah. she, she should... Like have some time. I don't think she's in a place to work on much of anything. Because remember, she doesn't even really trust therapists at this point. Why? Because the oh. therapists that oh. she's had experience with were working for her dad, He's reporting who was back to-, to Jamie exactly, and medicating her. Oh, so she's right to be scared. She's right to be bitter. She's right to be, you know, all of those things. But before you start bringing those people back into your life, maybe you should work on all that.
1: Maybe stuff. they did, and they're just not I talking don't about think it. They did. You don't think so?
0: I mean, have you paid attention to her Instagram account? I
1: have. I'm just trying to offer some I appreciate semblance it. of hope.
0: It's very, very thoughtful of you, but I, I just, you know.
1: Yeah, probably didn't happen. They probably just moved on. I mean, yeah. a lot of families do that. Trust yeah. me, this is not uncommon. And
0: guess what's going to happen?
1: Well, she's going to build Somebody's up gonna resentment. going to sneeze
0: and be like, how
1: dare you? Yeah, right? Because exactly. it's
0: just under the surface. Unresolved. The
1: shove it under the rug. Yeah. Oh, boy,
0: that's
1: yeah. that's tough. Well, Go to therapy,
0: like- go to an Al-Anon meeting, whatever it's going to take for you to have. And that goes both ways, right? Like, if I were Jamie Lynn, that's why I'm saying these things to Jamie Lynn and not to Brittany. So, Jamie Lynn, if you're listening, honey, Uh-oh. I'm just saying, be careful. Here we go. You know, I know your sister, like, if she says she wants to meet and all that stuff, just be careful. Set some boundaries so you're both, you know, you don't go down a road you can't come back from.
1: Right. And get an education. This is what? coming from me, Jamie Lynn. Hi. Go to college. Do get a career what? so that you don't have to always rely on being a performer associated with Nickelodeon oh. or Disney or whatever it is. Are you
0: you, you don't like her? She needs to have
1: a backup plan. Like when you can't be a little teen pop star anymore. Yeah. Or you're an adult now. Like, what are you going to do next? I'm always worried. I'm worried about. The Backstreet Boys—they're big. A big difference than Jamie Lynn.
0: Oh, wow! Come on, shading Jamie Lynn.
1: Oh, Jamie
0: Lynn. Oh, she's Just, also sitting on what fat. What are you stacks. interested
1: in? Is she? Or I mean, yes, because of her sister. You think so? You think she's yes stockpiled all that money? Yes.
0: How ah. do you think she got in that house? What house? Big fat house she lives in. Oh God. Okay.
1: Well, yeah. I just want I want people to not depend on their because we've seen a lot of celebrities that had careers earlier in their life that yeah. they're like, now they're going to be able to trade on that to name for the rest together. of her life.
0: Oh. Don't you think? I guess so. Being uh Britney Spears' sister. She wrote a she wrote that book. Oh. Oh.
1: I'm not a fan of Jamie Lynn. I was
0: going to say, it doesn't sound like you are.
1: I really am not. I mean, just from what I've heard from Brittany, I just don't like. (laughs) It just seems tacky when your sister's in the middle of trying to deal with a bunch of emotional turmoil and conservatorship, and you're going to go, hey, here's my side. Don't do it. Yeah. You know?
0: I just think that whole family's got a lot of group family therapy sessions in their future.
1: And they weren't prepared for that. Just, you know.